captain's log. Everyone's out of food. Everyone's starving. <laughs> <laughs> Through! Navigating the travel world doesn't have to be complicated. Whether you want to hack your points and miles, figure out where to travel next, or you just need advice on an ethical dilemma. I'm Aisling Green, host of Unpacked by Afar. And in the brand new season, we are unpacking the most captivating and challenging topics in the travel industry, one conversation at a time. Topics like the sexiness of travel insurance and the perils of quote-unquote bad tourism, and even the secrets to flying with children and not losing your mind in the process. Listen to Unpacked by Afar wherever you get your podcasts. I'm sitting, I'm sitting in a group of like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and one person has like enough food. How do you pack four thousand, like four thousand calories a day for like six days? So what, like twenty-four thousand calories into a tiny bear canister? Into a, a tiny stupid bear canister. If I could have, if I could fill two of those bad boys, just walk up the mountain. Honestly, it was only hard. You guys got one. Oh, those cookie bites. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that generosity. Double baby's gonna get the nickname. You have to be food bank for a day now. Oh yeah, y'all were y'all were one of the people that donated food. Well, you were there when food bank was christened. Yeah. What was funny though is we didn't know he was given the name food bank until we were. Hiking down, and then Sarah sees him across the canyon, and I was like, "Hey, what's your name?" No, I'm good. I got coffee. And I was like, "Fuck!" And I go, "Fuck you, food." (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Did he say food bank? Because that's perfect." I gave him that name. Yeah, at Mary's Water Cash after he. Oh, you showed. Yeah, yeah. After he showed up with nothing and left with a full resupply. Oh my god. Yeah. He had. He started with like four tortillas and left with a full food bag. How did you get your food? Bad choice. Uh, <laughs> he razzed an uh, oyster yeah, a too much. Bit. <laughs> yeah. I got revenge. Yeah. <laughs> I think why it stuck is because I came from zero elevation, decided mm-hmm. to jump into the Sierras like, yeah. with no training. Or, yeah. you know, <laughs> right from the couch. <laughs> right, yeah. So bad choice. Had COVID like three weeks ago, so my lungs are ready. Yeah. And he also told him every city in Texas that uh, oysters yeah. lived in was like a bad choice. <laughs> he said something was a bad choice, and I thought it was because I said I was from San Antonio, and he was like, that's a bad choice. And I was like, yeah, it yeah, is. Well. And then I was like, I lived in Dallas for nine years, and he was like, that's also a bad choice. <laughs> he just kept telling me I was making bad choices. So like, oh, like yeah. who are you again? Yeah. yeah, it was like five minutes after yeah. that. I was like, you just met me. <laughs> Guess that was also a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> walking through the quiet alpine forest with a light pack because we left all of our stuff at the base camp for Whitney. And 
we summited Whitney today. We had really good weather today. Climbed up to that 14,505 foot peak. And it was magical. It really it felt out of this world. Um, I didn't expect it to feel as good as it did. But yeah, I climbed that. I walked there from Mexico and I climbed that thing. Highest peak in the continental US. I called my dad for Father's Day and sent him some pictures and called Honey Socks, let her say hi to the group. She was thrilled. She said that made her day. Uh, FaceTimed her for a little bit. She looked beautiful. Okay, just have to say that. Um, and now, at the top of Mount Whitney, I, while I had service, booked a hotel for myself, Hollywood and Prince, Caspian. We're all running out of food. We want to get into town. Take a zero. Resupply. Send in some audio recordings. Do some updates. Etc. Etc. The hotel's booked. We're running out of food, so we gotta do it. I think we can. Right now, I'm walking just among pure granite. All around me, kind of these sheer mountain faces, jagged, rough. Totally granite, tiny little snow patches on some of them. The Sierras are absolutely striking. My morale is way higher out here. The hiking just comes more easily to me for a number of reasons. Um, it's cooler, water's more frequent. It's just beautiful. I think. There's a deep biological reason that humans find water beautiful and there's water all around here. Um, and I think I'm just in, you know, the best shape of my life after 750 plus miles of hiking. And it feels fantastic. So, I'm a fan of the Sierras. I am going to be completely out of food, totally empty, which is why we pushed for town today. And then Bishop, Hollywood Prince and I, sharing a hotel room for two nights. I'm gonna get a lot of stuff done and we're gonna take a zero. And I'm feeling good today. Kind of reflecting on this journey so far. It's just, I'm so glad I went through with it. I remember those points where I questioned whether or not it was a good idea. Whether or not it was something I should do. And unequivocally, I can say that so far, I think it might be best thing I've ever decided to do. 
besides get help for substance abuse issues. But to me, the two go hand in hand. I mean, I don't know if I've ever been happier, more excited, thrilled in my life. But yeah, I mean, I doubted my ability to be smart enough to survive in the wild and handle my gear and I make friends, honestly. I thought being the podcast guy would, I don't know, turn people off. But so far, I've made the best of friends. Can't imagine my life without these people. They're absolutely wonderful. I've found what I think is turning into love, has the potential to. I've had the absolute time of my life. It could stop right here and I would be, it would be a pinnacle experience, even if it ended now at 800 or so miles. But the thing is, if things keep going the way they have been, I'm not even halfway done. I'm not even a third of the way done. I am almost halfway done with California. Pressure on some snow. Walk over a stream. Yeah, not even halfway down to the state of California. There is more California to be walked than I have walked in like two months. Two more months of California, is that what that means? And then there's Oregon, the flat land of Oregon where there are 30 mile days. And then there's the Northern Cascades of Washington. Stunning, again, like the Sierras. I mean, there's so much to look forward to. Honey Socks is coming back and we'll still have like half of the trail. Over half, right? I think, yeah. Yes, when she comes back, there will be more Pacific Crest Trail to walk than we have walked. Oh my God. And any struggles, most of them have been my own head just like they always are. New relationship anxiety and stuff like that. You know, is my family mad at me and all that nonsense. But the physical story, like right now, I've got a pretty, I don't know, not great hot spot on the ball of my left foot. Because I wore my shoes too loose, I think. I haven't had that since like, day one or two, when I got a huge blister. 
ball of my left foot right under my big toe. There's a hot spot. And it doesn't feel awesome, but it's like, I'm almost kind of into it. <laughs> like, I like that it hurts a little. It gives me something to push through. And it's like, not the end of the world, like I can survive on it. Oh, let's go around this ice, shall we? Yeah, so as I get to the highest point on the PCT, reflecting on the highest point of my life. Here's another thought. Is it crazy for me to use my credit card points to get Honey Socks return flight? I don't think so. We'll see. I'll probably do it. Because I'm a monster. God, it is gorgeous here. I'm staring out. I'm sitting on a granite rock. Behind me is the big, jagged, rough face uh, that Forrester Pass goes through. And then as I turn around to my right, maybe 50 yards away is a small little lake or pond, some patches of snow. Down to my left, maybe 200 yards away is a larger lake, two large lakes. And then out in the distance are just summits, patchy snow, blue sky. You can hear creeks flowing. I mean, this is strikingly beautiful. One of the most beautiful places I've ever been. I'm so grateful to, to see this part of the earth and touch nature in this way. I love you, Sierras. If you're enjoying through and want to support the podcast and me on my journey, become a subscriber, aka a trail angel, on Through Plus on Apple Podcasts or Patreon. There you'll find a community of fellow enthusiasts and all sorts of bonus content. Through is a co-production of Spoke Media and Q Code. This episode was produced by Kelly Kolf and Brigham Mosley with help from Carson McCain. The episode was written by Brigham Mosley. Mixed by InPal Audio. Our art is by Andrew Adams. Executive producers for Spoke are Aliyah Tavakolian and Keith Reynolds. Executive producers for QCode are Steve Wilson, Dave Henning, and Rob Herding. Special thanks to Noah Heller and Ellie Katapish. Everyone needs a break from the real world. That's why we played games as kids, and that's why we should play games as adults. I'm Troy Lavalley. And I'm Joe O'Brien. And back in 2015, we started a podcast called The Glass Cannon Podcast, a show made up of comedians and actors playing a fantasy role-playing game. And now is the perfect time to start listening because we just started a brand new story. It's basically Lord of the Rings meets Game of Thrones meets X-Files. Search for The Glass Cannon Podcast on your podcast app of choice. Hey, life is hard, so come play pretend with us.